With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Hello, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. My name is Lewis and today I'm joined by Mariah. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm out here, man. Yeah. And we got special guest Dan. How you doing, man? What's good, man? I'm good, man. Guys, it's just three of us. Yeah. I mean, look, Man United won and Dissu's decided not to turn up. Don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame him. Arsenal have won and Anton's decided not to turn up. Don't blame him either. It's just us three, lads. It's yeah, we'll make it three. work, man. Yeah, yeah cool. right. um, guys. Before you start, uh, before we start, sorry, make sure to use the hashtag hashtag touchdown fracas. And if you have not left us a review on iTunes, please do so <coughs> already. And all the likes on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on there as well. Um, guys, let's start with the big game today, which was a bit of a disappointment, don't you think? Nil nil. Yeah. I, that's that both teams got written all over it for me. But yeah, I thought it'd be like um. A draw, a draw, a score draw kind of thing. Like two goals, both 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 teams two goals or something like that. Yeah. So it's one of them games. You definitely bet two point five on the Aka, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aka Buster today, bro. Yeah, it was, it was definitely um, fucking the bookies won. Weakers up, um, so um, I don't know. Yeah, I only watched the first half, so um, I can't. Because you had to make much. it here. Yeah, kind of. These four thirty kickoffs are killing us, you know. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, man. Especially when you have a long journey. Anyway, um, yeah, first half I thought um. It was it was like a timid kind of game. I thought both teams kind of nullified each other, and um, felt like City and Liverpool didn't want to um, concede an early goal because obviously it makes it very hard to come back from it. Yeah, and um, you're more susceptible to the counter attack as well. So I felt like it was very timid, and um, yeah, obviously inter- entertainment value of the game kind of went down, and then. After watching that first half of four miles, I just made my way here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't miss anything in the second half, except for obviously Mara's missing the penalty. Yeah, I saw that actually. Um, but Mara, what did you think of Liverpool's approach to the game? Because obviously they're playing at Anfield. You, 
we're used to that kind of high tempo, high octane stuff from Liverpool. Yes, it was for me, it was a different sort of game. I think the way this season is panning out, I think we've said it since uh, pre-season, those are going to be the two top teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the top teams, as you can see, are pretty close together. So I think <clears throat> from City's perspective, they definitely didn't want to give Liverpool three points. But I think the onus was on Liverpool to win because yeah, they yeah. were at home. Mm. Uh, the attack wasn't humming, wasn't humming at all. I think they've been able to win most games this season without ever having to go to that top gear. Yeah. But the midfield, which has been lacking, it, it's shown. Like, uh, since we're here, got to get that guy, uh, Naby Keita. Let me finish, mate. <laughs> we're going to get him under the infamous touchline fracas lights. I mean, some people have come under those lights and they've they've wilted, never to be seen again. And some people have risen from the ashes. Mm. Uh to quote you, yeah, he's mm-hmm. gonna come to the prem and be one of the top three ballers. Easy, top three centre mids, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I think yeah. it's quite early I, to judge him. Like that's that. fine. He will you be. Know, yeah, we'll see, mate. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is hold him Man's to the standards. back. <laughs> All we're gonna do is hold him to the standards that other yeah. big money top players are held to, which is you come in and we're looking at you to see what you deliver. Like Pat, Liverpool were lacking creativity mm. today, yeah. so I mean. <laughs> When you've got you when you're lacking creativity and your sixty million midfield man who was dubsing them all up in the Bundesliga, they're just playing a his a nice little sideways passes, nice little one twos. It's not good enough. Like mm. when when people are saying Liverpool are missing Ox, that's a problem. That that for me is a problem. So we'll see how he does going forward. But with Henderson and Wijnaldum, they need a bit more from that midfield. Salah obviously is low on confidence, so. I think with that, they kind of lose a lot of their threat because last season, basically everything he was touching was turning to gold. So mm. even that half chance he had today, probably last season, if it doesn't go in, it goes very close. Mm. Mane wasn't particularly good today. Mm. Firmino, we, we know what he's about. He's had his lot against PSG now, isn't We know what he's about. He's not going to score another goal until February now, mate. So we'll see. I mean, they didn't play... Alexander Arnold, they put Gomez at right back and they uh, brought in Lovren. Yeah. So that for me kind of showed what they were looking to do. Like, as, as good as Alexander Arnold can be going forward, he can be a little bit suspect. He can be a little bit suspect defensively. So yeah. that told me that Klopp didn't want to give City that opportunity to kind of to exploit, exploit him. him. Mm. So they play for the draw. They, got, they, they didn't create a clear chance. No. I don't think in the. Very in unlike the, Liverpool. That's very, very unlike Liverpool. The tempo of the game. Wasn't, it's normally frantic with Liverpool. And what normally happens is City are trying to get at them and Liverpool are just getting it in transition and just hurting them. City didn't actually give them many of those sort of opportunities. So, and I think because their midfield lacked the ingenuity to then open up Manchester City, mm. hence why we didn't see much from either team. Yeah. But I think Pep will come away from this result largely happy. But then if we go into further context... He didn't start Sane, who we've seen like started the season poorly, but when he has played, he's ripped a few teams apart. But I think like he, he won the penalty, right? Yeah, yeah, I think his thinking was: if I bring Sane on, and the game is still there to be won, I'm happy. I give Sane 15, 20 minutes to try and win us the game. Mm. Sane got them the penalty, mm. and for some reason, Riyad Mahrez took it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of big boys on the pitch, and Mahrez decided to. And even as he was stepping up, I think all of us in our chat said, "Yeah, he's definitely gonna a miss." A couple of us yeah, definitely a wrote an A. Yeah, yeah. He's Algerians. Man. I mean, it was, <laughs> there's a reason he's better, <laughs> for Algeria, <laughs> not France, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, well, he can't handle, the easy way out. You can't, yeah. can't handle the pressure. So, uh, I think Fred was saying this. All these uh, techie 
techie North African ballers. Listen, we've all seen about that Brook Road. We've all seen about Westway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The Moroccans. Yeah. Get on the 11 side pitch. If it was 5 0. He's, he's top bins in there. Yeah, but the yeah, second yeah, he has yeah. to take that penalty and there's something on the line, he, he skies it. So I think from that perspective, City can be pissed off. He's, he's missed four of his last six, Mahrez. He, he, he ain't cut he ain't cut out from that cloth, man. So He was, he was permanent in that Liverpool season, though, where the, uh, they, uh, Le- the Leicester season where they won the league. Yeah, last season. He was scoring quite a few penalties, he's, wasn't he? He starts taking the second half of the season. Vardy took the, a lot of the first ones. Right. Remember? Yeah. He went on I remember there was yeah, a yeah, game. I remember there was a game that... They needed the penalty to win. I can't remember what game it was, and then he took it into the Vardy and he missed. So he ah, does okay. have a te- he does have a tendency to miss them. Okay. But yeah, so I think with, a, with the context of them having that chance so late in the game and then not scoring, they'll be aggravated. But the fact they've gone to Anfield and not lost, yeah, I not think they have. To, I think they have to be happy. Yeah, because they would back themselves that when Liverpool come back to their place. They'll just yeah. give it. They'll give it to them there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let, let, let's go back to the cater thing. Okay. okay. What what are, what are your initial thoughts on cater? And Dan, also, I want to get your yeah, thoughts on cater as well because you probably watched a bit of cater. I watched right? him quite a bit. Yeah. 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 So, Mara, what's your initial thoughts on cater? Because I mean, I'm, I'm a I've big seen, fan. I mean, I've seen a bit of him, and like obviously, the uh, under the lights is a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. But when we were lo- looking at his clips on the Bundesliga, this was a guy who was beating players one-on-one. Mm. And obviously, Leipzig play that kind of expansive sort of football that Liverpool play. So that idea High was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That he's going to come into a team that plays exactly the same sort of football and he's going to be able to do exactly the same yeah. thing. Your opposition are open, you're beating players, you're playing killer passes, mm. you're feeding your front free. But just a lot of nothing, really. Mm. Like, yeah, like, you're all right. You obviously have a bit of tech about you. Mm. But I'm not seeing anything to suggest that he's a top, top midfielder. But obviously, we'll see how it goes. Liverpool are playing... A bit differently from last season. The offense isn't humming the same way as I think, same way as it was last season. I think they're more focused on being a bit more solid bit more as a solid. unit, and as you can see, they're not conceding as many goals mm. anymore. Well, they, they, I think they've gone like nine it, games without conceding at home. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that probably would do them better in terms of a league campaign. But then that probably means, from Naby Keita's perspective, he has to work his way around it because mm. obviously, like we said, the PMP here. It's a bit different, different. from Germany. So mm. the, the intensity of the game here is a bit different. So the things that he was probably able to do from a physical standpoint, yeah. struggling a bit. So he's adapting. Obviously, we'll see how it goes. Mm. But I just think people were talking a lot. People were talking a lot in the summer. They were, they were comparing him to certain men. We're not going to name them, man, because <laughs> they'll be coming up in a few. But it's looking funny, isn't it? Right. I think for me, there's a few points. So stylistically, um, Leipzig and Liverpool might have in terms of philosophy um, similarities, as in we are pressing higher, we are playing um, from the front, we are taking yeah. from the front. But um, positionally, he plays a completely different role um, in that Leipzig team. So they play a four-four-two. Liverpool play a four-three-three. Um, yeah. So they play differently. If Liverpool are a little bit more patient as well, Leipzig are really, we win the ball, we go in straight away. Yeah. Um, so they're like the most counter-attacking team I can think of. Really. Yeah. And that is the owners or not the really the focus of a lot of Bundesliga teams, and they're uh, they're just perfected that style. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Naby Keita kind of has to refine his game a little bit, um, be a bit more patient with the ball, and I think um, at this moment, a bit time, in possession, isn't he? Yeah, so uh, mm. he's he can be quite sloppy in possession because he's used to just as soon as I have the ball, I'm looking for Van, I'm looking for Augustine, I'm looking for Forsberg. Yeah. So now Liverpool are frantic for a team like Liverpool of the standard of Liverpool, but at Leipzig it was a lot more frantic, and I think he has to just calm him, calm himself down a little bit, get used to um, how Liverpool play in the free. Um, and I think it'd be fun. He's, he's, I think he's got a unique skill set. So he's got somewhere, somewhere, something what Kante has got that he can win the ball. 
quickly in uh, in positions where you think he couldn't win the ball. Mm-hmm. He's very nimble. He's got super tack. Mm-hmm. He can shoot as well. And um, I think he's got everything to be a top midfielder. So I think it's only a matter of time till he gets there. Um, whether it's going to be this year, it's going to be a question because um, Liverpool want to compete on all fronts. So no, they um, kind of need him here this year. So now. I mean, I you pay know, sixty yeah. million for the for the I guys. Mean, look, apart, aside from the money part, uh, the other midfield options not they're not saucy enough going forward. Yeah, and, and when's Ox uh, back? Yes, not. Ox, I mean, pff, I think, mate, I think he, that knees that knee was completely. Yeah, so, so if if, if he's coming back this season, it's going to be back end. But obviously, yeah, good luck to the Ox. But yeah, from think, what think, I've seen, yeah, Naby, let's see how it goes, mate. One thing as well is I feel like Klopp has been really slow to introduce both him and Fabinho. Yeah, so ideally, you'd like have both of them in midfield, right? With Milner, probably. Yeah, so, Milner has been City's, yeah. uh, not City, Liverpool's best midfielder. He came midfielder. off injured so today, didn't three, he? Really. And I don't think I've seen that constellation play 90 minutes. Mm. So, yeah, I think Liverpool have problems. Fabinho's not even getting on the pitch, which means in training he must be <laughs> awful. And to, yeah, be worse than, to be worse than Henderson, sorry, no disrespect to Henderson, Actually, yeah. all disrespect to Henderson. <laughs> that's that's worrying because he was a player that I wanted us to get. So we'll see how it goes. Again, it's that transition yeah. from the Premier League. Let's let's give him a bit of time. He's but... one that really could be under the lights. I feel like if he really touches pitch and is thinking out the joint. Who's this? Um, Fabinho. I think he really could be. Under but the if, lights. if 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 with the yeah. attributes he has, he's able to slot in. There'll be a, there'll be a much better team. I just don't think Henderson gives them enough. Anything really. And paper mm. that looks so nice of that midfield, just put all three of them together. But at the moment, um, I don't know if there is the chemistry there for it. Mm. I mean, and it's I a long both season. Take, isn't it? Both of them need time to adjust season. as well. So, yeah. It's a long season, I suppose. Maybe after January, they'll, they'll, they'll fire in and they'll good. But yeah. I, I still have a lot of faith in Nabi K and I feel, yeah. we, I feel we will come really good. Same here, man. Well, you're, you're putting, what well, you guys are putting your stock in Nabi K, yeah? Nah, I'm not putting my stock in it. No, no, no. So you now you're, listen, 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 listen. Are you putting your stock in the in the lad or not? That's yeah, what I, I am. Okay, I will do that. I am. Ah, oh, oh, look at that under I'm duress. <laughs> under duress. No, it's not under duress. That, that was un- no. Yours was under duress because you were happy to put your stock in. He was like, I'm no, not no. putting my stock you're in. You're sitting it. on the fence. I'm yeah, not, I'm not he was initially. He was initially not putting. I like, under duress him into buying <laughs> some <laughs> stock. It's cool though. It's cool. That's what I do. Alright, we'll I keep it. Him <laughs> up, I think I think he's got everything. I don't I don't think there's any. There's yeah, I ain't mad at him. He's a he's a talented he's a talented footballer. But obviously, you fans of his, not necessarily you yourself, fans of his, were putting him on a pedestal. Mm. So when you do that, you're putting a spotlight spotlight on your guy. We've seen that time and time again. All right, let's let's get into the front three stuff then. Okay. Because mm. I mean, today was a toothless performance from the front their front three. I mean, I, and to be fair, we saw it against Napoli in in midweek as yes, well. Yeah, they've uh, had again. two back to back. Well, a goal, goal without scoring yeah. a goal. They didn't get a yeah, shot on target good. against Napoli. Same today. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And for their front three, that's quite on 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 um unheard of. Uh, all right, if we if we look deeper into it, are we saying that if they're not getting those same transition opportunities, that they don't have the ingenuity to open t- teams up when they're it's I a bit tighter? I definitely think they're like ingenuity, which stems from the midfield. So in a way, Navigator could be key for them this season. Um. But you can't just rely on just one player bringing in your knee from midfield. Where's Lenana so these days? Because he used to be good. He used to be he good for that. Guy, he's out injured. Guy, he's still out injured. Yeah, wow. Out. He got injured at the start of this season. So. Wow. He's had a poor like eighteen months in terms of injuries. But yeah, they they need something. The forgotten man, isn't he? 
They need something in terms of. of I would that. say though, Milner has been very good at creating chances and mm. and Shakiri, no, Shakiri as well. Sh- Shakiri's not even option. touched a pitch for the last yeah, two he, games. He, he's he's and after he had that. Well, who did they play that? He had that great cameo against. I think it was Southampton. Oh, where, where first half, like five nil no up. Yeah, half first, time, yeah, 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 first half. And then yes. they and they brought him off at half they time. Brought him off yeah. at half time. I think because they had that league midweek league cup game against Chelsea. Yeah, uh, he played. He played like, in there and hasn't played since. Yeah, came off the bench. Missed a sitter against Chelsea, but I mean, he showed us more than Naby. Five minutes against mm. Southampton, he's probably showed more than Naby Keita. Naby, yeah. But they, they need yeah. something because Mane is a bit off the boil. Salah's Salah definitely is, off the yeah. boil. But again, with Salah, like I said last week, all he needs is one game where he gets like two or three goals, and, he'll and then he'll and be back. Again. That's mm. how it is with guys, goal scorers. They go through these droughts and then low low dips in confidence where mm. nothing's working, and then the minute they get one, it all it's comes all, back. It's all working again. Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem when you have a guy like Firmino. When it's all going good and well, he's like nice deep linking up play stuff like t- 20 metres away from where he should be mm. is absolutely great. Mm. When your other main goal scorers aren't on top four you need to and you need up. your number nine to, <clears throat> are you going to help us out, mate? Yeah. He's nowhere to be found. Yeah. So, you know, all shiny right. white teeth and all, yeah? Well, Akinrinde <laughs> underscore, <laughs> he asks, is Salah off form or is this just his level? He's off form. I think he's off form. Last year... Mm. Last year was like last ultimate, year. ultimate Salah. So what, so what are the differences between this year's Salah and last year's Salah? Other than obviously the goals. Because I mean, some of the shots that I've seen him take uh, this year that are now nestling in the goalkeeper's hands or going wide, they were going in last season. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but what is the difference in... Have you seen any differences in his overall game or is it just the yeah. finishing aspect? Yes, I felt like, um, especially in the PSG game, I thought he was really poor. I felt like Bernard actually handled him quite well for the majority of the game, um, even though he was stupid giving that penalty away. Mm. Again. But um, I thought he handled him quite well for the majority of the game. And I felt like Salah last year, whenever I watched him, he would score a goal, but his, his general play, everything would happen so quickly. Mm. He would lay off quickly. It's a, cl- it's a clean layoff. It's a clean pass there. It's a, it's a good take on. And it, everything happens so quickly, and now he's thinking about things more. That's how it feels to me. Mm. And he feels like he has to score the goals. Mm. So I feel like the goals going to really him. is mm. on him. Even though Mane helps, I think for me, that is not a big help. Mm. So, yeah, I think that he feels like he has to do all this stuff, and then he ends up basically... Like holding himself back doing mm. See, I would argue that maybe we saw these kind of games from Salah last season where he was a bit quiet and he would score a magic goal. That's now the fact though. that the goals, the, the shots aren't going in, mm. those weldies that he was that's scoring. The, that's, that's, the, that's the difference though, isn't it? Mm. I mean, when you're able to score a 30-yard curl or you're able to beat two guys or you're able to get the two goals that make the difference, mm. that is able to, we call it paper over the tr- cracks, but if nobody else is going to get those goals for your team, yeah. for example, as Real Madrid has seen without Ronaldo, yeah. that's what makes you a top player. I think he's doubting himself. Uh, not He's always been a player who's been about his goals, but I think even more so now, that's all he cares about. I think yeah. the adulation very, and praise that came with it and the rise in his profile, that's all he cares about when he he's on the pitch. that's the currency. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so I think until he gets his confidence back, Liverpool won't be at their best and Salah won't be at his best either. The mm. thing like, is, last year happened so consistently that he scored a magic goal that you think this is probably his level. This is not a purple patch. Yeah. A whole season is not a purple patch. Yeah. So he's obviously capable of consistently producing magic. Yeah. I feel like now he's, he's gone through a period where it's, it's not coming off for him because he's forcing it too much. I, yeah. think you, I, I think you can have a standout season though where you play above your level. Mm-hmm. The difference is recreating it year after year after year after year. I mean, when initially people were calling him out this season, Liverpool fans were like, he's already scored more 
this season that, than that he, he did at last day. Yeah. So I think last season he was still making the same aggressive movements, but sometimes some movements are just to the betterment of the team. Mm. Like, and that's what you're doing with your movement is taking a man away, which creates space for mm. another of your players. Now, all those movements in his head are for himself. Like, I'm making that move, but the person who I want to benefit from this move but is maybe, me. Maybe, maybe he really is that kind of player, actually, because when he went to Fiorentina, when he went to Roma, there was always patches when he wasn't really good and then he'd explode. Yeah. So he'd score three Streaky. goals and then he would score like 10 goals and like, Two months or something yeah. like that, okay. a couple of weeks. And yeah, so well, maybe that's just him. Maybe it's and last year. Was and last just year was just the whole season. He was able <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll watch. We'll watch. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay. Let's. Any any thoughts on Van Dijk for the for the penalty? I mean, that was let's, we've been singing his praises, but <clears throat> that was that was poor. That's the, probably the biggest error that I've seen him commit mm. since he's come, came to Liverpool. Yeah, uh, Sane was at the byline. Not really going anywhere. You didn't really have to dive in. You looked at like all. he overrun it. Yeah, didn't he, yeah, you didn't have to dive in. But I think that was Van Dijk trying to handle the situation. Yeah, but Sane is a tricky, tricky little guy. So mm. yeah, I mean, end of the day, Mares missed. But yeah, no more of that Van Dijk. <laughs> oh, actually, more of that Van Dijk. More of that, please. <laughs> actually, uh, Anton actually sent in a question. He says, "How comes pressure isn't being put on the people that said Salah over Hazard?" Because uh, they're jokers, really. Mm. I mean, we, we try and pam jokers as much as we can on this podcast, but we know what time it is, man. This is we the know thing what time with a lot of football fans. I feel like a lot of times they're just looking at goals. I remember when Alexis was clapping off goals for Arsenal, people were telling me Alexis better than Hazard. I was like, man, yeah. I'm not having Alexis over Hazard. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan. Not even so. just the goals thing, it's the prisoners of the moment thing. I mean, when Gabbiadini came over from Southampton, <laughs> and I think he scored like seven in five. He was like, See, you guys are always slagging off Serie A. Mm-hmm. Look, Gabbiadini, average Serie A striker, yeah. he's come to your league and he's scoring all these goals. Graziano like, Pelle he's probably them. scored like four goals since. Is he even making squads these days? <laughs> nah, he still starts for them. Yeah, he still okay. starts for them. Um, he probably scored like four or five goals since. So yeah. let's give it a bit more time in, ter- um, in terms of making your shout. In terms of the Hazard Salah stuff, like for me, Hazard is the best player in this league. By far, comfortably, comfortably. So. When you look at the all-around influence that he brings to his team, the level that he rises them to, like for me, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's yeah. an absolute he no-brainer. He doesn't have peers in the Premier League. If he gets the goals, his peers are Neymar, Messi, really. Yeah. So. That's what he's looking at. That's his age, mate. Yeah. Not Salah. Salah, Salah, the level below? Yeah. Or, or, or the level below that? The level below, I think. Level below. It uh, grouped in with who? Well, Salah grouped in with... Salah grouped in with... The likes of De Bruyne and stuff. I still feel yeah. that Hazard is... Salah, Bale, those kind of... Those type of level of players. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's having, Bale or Salah? Oh, I think I'm having Bale. Yeah. Uh, across the season, I'm going to take Salah just because Bell yeah. he's going to get injured a couple of times in the yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, but I think like a healthy Bell would probably notch 30, 35, maybe forty. But what what's a, a healthy Bell like a goal scoring Firmino? Like mm. you can you can you put that caveat in front of anything really? Yeah, isn't it? fair enough. All right, let, let's get on to Man City then because I think it was a different approach that we seen mm. from City. Um, from uh, I think they were particularly cautious of that Liverpool fast yeah, start. I noticed that they started a lot deeper. I felt um, in the first half that they were they were so cautious of that uh, going one nil. As you mentioned earlier, they were so cautious about going one nil behind. Klopp has learned, and um, Guardiola has learned this lesson playing against Klopp. So obviously, when they were playing against the order, when they, when they were both uh, respective managers of Bayern Munich and Dortmund, he learned this lesson from respecting Klopp and not trying to impose this game on yeah. Klopp teams because Klopp is very good at exploiting what his teams do. 
um, and fighting weaknesses and what Guardiola's teams do. Yeah. So um, yeah. So he's very good at that, and I think Guardiola is. Whenever he's faced Klopp now, he's always been very cautious. Um, sometimes he's he's deployed game plans when um they're beating the press by playing the long ball, which is completely unlike Guardiola. So this is really someone he respects, and he knows Klopp is with the shits. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why they were really cautious, and they were effectively just trying to manage the game. And as Morales said. They just wanted to, yeah. A point, a point is a good result the for them, right? And they should have had all three. I mean, yeah, slim fit Van Gaal. He, mm. he, did, he did his thing today, man. Mm. I think <clears throat> towards the second half, middle part of the second half, I was like, yeah, City look like they're going to they're gonna take this. And then I was like, they bring on Sane. See, I would have probably kept on Aguero just because it's Aguero. Mm. Like Gabriel Jesus, I mean, he's like, <laughs> well, yeah. Nice. Gabriel Jesus, the, 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 the less we say, the better, really. Mm. I think he came on, didn't really do anything. No. Uh, so I would have kept on Aguero just because he's Aguero, man. He's gonna, you're going to give him that chance. He's going to score it. But once they brought on Sane, I was like, yeah, yeah this is not who your right back wants to see mm. with 20 minutes left. A fresh, a fresh um, Sane. So I yeah. think the game panned out probably exactly how he wanted it to and probably wanted to have one or two big yeah. chances and he got the big chance so yeah credit credit to Pep man well I've got a question here from Lion West 20 he asked United last season at Anfield six shots on goal City this season at Anfield shot six shots on goal no mention of Man City being negative oh my days can you put these <laughs> games into context like do you can we can we allow it like can we allow, <laughs> like <laughs> Manchester City were able to contain and control Liverpool for the vast majority of the game and the game kind of panned out how they wanted it to that's not how Man United we got our two goals and then we just hung on hung on for camp, life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> camp loads of guys in for the vast majority the rest of the game of course they're not going to compare the same two performances mm. Like, please, man. I hate I hate when fans always do this kind of, what about us? Like, aren't you going to give us our credit? Especially mm. Man United fans. We're trash. Mm. Like, accept it. Mm. Accept it. Stop trying to get props and ratings for mm. Jose Mourinho's dead football, man. <laughs> <laughs> how, how far are City ahead, then? Is, is the gap clearer than ever? Or, or, or are, like, there chinks in the armour? I uh, feel like very big issue is not replacing Fernandinho this summer. Mm. I feel like he's getting on a bit. Mm. And I feel like... Um, he's someone that people like Liverpool target for the press, and um, even I think the Lyon game they targeted him. Yeah, <laughs> they got to and him. They got to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like him not replacing him was a big mistake. So I'm not quite sure if they're actually better than last year. Yeah. So I feel like they they improved and get Morrison. Um, well, he didn't well, help today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say they improved offensively, get Morrison. Yeah. But they haven't improved in that in that midfield area. Yeah. And they really need to, and that role in the Pep Guardiola team is vital yeah um, he's an so. option Mares at City is an option he'll always just be in any guy in that team for me uh, I, I mean yeah Fernandinho he's what 33 now so yeah, his best days are definitely behind him he was brilliant last season uh, I agree with you that he if there was a weakness he would be it but knowing City they'll probably address that in January yeah they'll probably address that knowing I'm City knowing Pep again. I don't know, but that's probably something that they're already looking at and yeah. they're going to address and they're bringing a guy mm. who can slot in, slot in and do that role. I mean, and, and, I mean they've been that without uh, KDB for pretty much the whole yeah. season, right? So, yeah. And they're still top Bernardo of the league. Silva's been their best best player this season. Yeah. Right? He's been, he's and again, cold, he, was, cold, he, was, yeah. he was really cold, good today. They've got, yeah. in terms of that talent that they have, they're, f they're fine, man. They're mm. fine. Like they could lose a KDB or a Silva for a sustained period of time and the team would keep, keep humming over, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've got a question here from Vert underscore Mubarak. He says, you might need to finish the Sterling Mahrez debate that you have in midweek. 
I understand that both of you weren't on the uh, no. the, pod, the pod in midweek. Guys, we did try and do a midweek pod, as promised, <laughs> but we had technical difficulties, right? I told Me you and about that Google Hangouts crashed I told you halfway about them, through. I told you about them Hangouts. <laughs> Mate, we need to find something other than Hangouts, because that was... We were, we were like halfway through the pod and just stopped recording. Shocking. It locked me out. Yep. Livid. But, um... Yeah, I, I don't know what debate they were having about Sterling and Mahrez, but maybe we could have oh, a debate you about didn't, Sterling and you didn't hear I got it. locked out. I got locked oh, out. Man. Yeah, so it's a calamity. But, I mean, um, I'm, I'm guessing that it was a debate over who has... Uh, who maybe who should be starting or... Sterling. I'm having Sterling, man. Sterling should be starting. Yeah, simple. Yeah? Yeah, he, he gets the system more. He's just got more of the attribute. I think, again, this is sort of... Penetrating play- runs are essential for the City side, so... I don't think Morris has that in him. No, Morris is more of a get the ball to feet kind of guy, and then I'll yeah. I'll, and I'll try and beat a player or lick off a shot or ben something. They have Silva, they have David Silva, they have KDB doing this, they have Gundogan doing this. Yeah, Morris is one of them guys there. Yeah. Sterling is something. Is this is different skill set that he brings to the side, mm. which makes the side better, which I don't think Morris can provide. Yeah, yeah, I think for Pep's team, does you just have to get that perfect balance between being a team player and being an individual player. So being able to play within the system, what he demands mm. from you, but then when it's necessary, having that individual bit of quality. And I think Sterling has that down much more than Mahrez. And I think for Mahrez to get it, it would take quite a drastic change in the sort of player he is. Because mm. I think he's always, like, let's say he essentially had a free role. Yes. Do what he, and he could lose the ball as many times as he wanted because he was given the their best player. Button, and yeah, that was probably he'll have that one moment in a match where he might play the pass or he might cut in the man and he'll shoot. So it was always all right for him to miss like five times. Like at City, you can't do that. Like you're wasting, you're wasting our attacks. Like yeah. Yeah, efficiency matters. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like Morris is not nice. He's nice. He's nice. But- for this city side, I don't know. How do, so do you not see him faring that well at City? No, then? I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. I just never think. Do you, how, do you see him faring well under Pep? I think he eventually I think... might move centrally more because I feel that right right mid spot is for Sterling unless mm. he <laughs> doesn't extend his contract. Mm. Then um, then there might be other grabs for for Mars or Ben. Oh, you mean like as a replacement for Silva or something? Just but... that. I mean, I, I don't know what happened with the penalty situation today. I don't know if he was designated to take that penalty or what. Mm. But I'm just wondering how, because I've I've seen him a few times for sitting. I haven't been that impressed by him. I, I'm just kind of wondering what he what he brings. Yeah, to but the you, city have to, you have to you have to you have to remember when people are coming because he's coming from a completely dra- a drastically different system. Yes. Mm, and on top true. of that, Pep Guardiola has given you all this new information. Yeah, pro- never had it before. So he's like like I've just mentioned, he's a completely different type of player going in anyway yeah. so for example someone like Sterling you can imagine that him playing for Pep would do well because Sterling's a good team player he's uh, good technically he's quick he's sharp mm-hmm. he makes good decisions mm-hmm. Mahrez is more like a get it take his time would you call him a maverick yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. That's exactly what you. But I, is there a room for a please. maverick in a Pep Guardiola side? Within, within, within. I know he had Messi. Within, within, within I, I reason, I think that is. I think if you if you look at his Bayern Munich team, um, Ian Robin was in that team. He's mm. pretty much a maverick, isn't he? So, um, I just feel like him Sterling being there and Sterling done doing so well and done, he's done so well last season. It's difficult for Mars to come in now. Yeah, and, and, and um, as well as Bernardo Silva playing out exactly of his skin. that too. So yeah. I think the competition is very big in in that City side, and. He's so nice technically. He can shoot with left foot, like mm-hmm. right foot. It doesn't really matter. I just think he's, it's going to take some time to you actually find a spot in that in that side. Yeah. I feel like if Ster- Sterling is fit, he's starting. If, if Benoit Silva is fit now, he's yeah. starting. He's become integral. So yeah. 
it's going to take some time for Mahrez. I feel like maybe David Silva leaving is going to open up some space for both him and Ben Silva to be in the side mm-hmm. um, more regularly. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. Well, Dan, let me uh, move the conversation on and let me ask you a question from Trilly Ads. He asks, should Arsenal be considered genuine title contenders in light of this, their nine-game oh. win streak? Is it nine games? I thought it was eight. It's nine, I think. It's, it's nine? nine? Oh, yeah, because it's two Five Europa League and one cup. Right, you tell us, killer. League. It's nine. It's nine. I think we need to we need to relax. <laughs> Alright, that that wasn't the serious question. Let me give you oh, the serious okay. question. <laughs> we need to relax. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. What do you mean that was the, was the question asked? Well, Somebody yeah. asked. Yeah, the yeah, question. Yeah, asked so what, question. how do you get to decide if it's a serious question or not? not we're not title contenders, are we? I think you should give Dan the opportunity to answer that question. I, fa- well, I think people, I think he's given you. No, no, you you cut him short. Go on, Dan. <laughs> I think you we finish. need to relax. I think um, as our fans, we, we we need to realize we're in a traditional period. Emery's the one that's overseen this period. Mm. Um, we shouldn't have too high expectations. How are you feeling about also Emery so long. far, though? Um, in a way, I'm always very sceptical and I'm always very critical, so I'm probably the wrong one to ask. I'm, I'm negative no, you're energy. the right person to ask, man. <laughs> negative you're, energy you're... again. So I just feel like um, I don't think we've been good. No. And um, I'm not... So we... We've been we've been all right. We've been definitely better than last year. I, I agree with that. You think? I think we've been better So than what last difference year. have you seen from last year to this year? It's simply away wins right. and I can just pin, pinpoint it to that we've won three away games already mm. we've won four in the whole of last season mm. that's already a massive improvement in, in terms of your performance in terms of yeah. your performance have you seen any improvement then in I the would process? go into the way we play football I feel like the way Emery approaches the game or the way he wants Arsenal to play I feel like we're lacking a few players that can really embody the style of play Torreiro is one that can do it yeah. we saw today he gets the ball gives it quick he can go through the press Xhaka, no. Mm-hmm. Guendouzi, maybe, is one He's still very green behind his ears. So mm-hmm. so I feel like there needs to be more midfield. We're lacking in midfield. Mm-hmm. We need someone that can play similarly to Torero, maybe with a bit more built. I'm really thinking, I want Kondogbia, someone like Kondogbia. I want really? Yeah, I feel someone that can win the ball, can go through the press, well. can play in the two. I feel like we need to play 4 4 2 probably with Aubameyang and Lacazette in the team. Okay. Yes. So Kondogbia plays in the two in Valencia. Get me. Kondogbi in midfield next to Sorrell, I'm, I'm happy. Um, where does Ozil fit in that 4 4 I've put Ozil on the right, oh. and I'll get another left winger. Um, oh, Ozil on the right, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think, right. um, Do you think he's got the intensity for that? It doesn't... It doesn't I mean, he's be, been pretty, pretty, pretty poor this season. It could be a bit of a floating role, so he okay. could come in from the from the right. And then you're relying on the uh, much maligned uh, Hector Bellerin to provide your width no, and quality. No, um, I would like, I would rely on Torreiro and Bellerin, yeah, covering for him. Effectively, mm. if we get Ozil playing well, it's crazy. Big if, if. That's a big if. Big if. if. 300 bags. If it's, if we get him to play well, his creative output is so good. With Lacazette and Obama in the scene. These guys scoring half chances. Uh, if you watch the game today, yeah. these, they're, they're not, not clear cut chances. I, th- I don't think people are realising, yeah, we've won 5 1, but this is not down to Emery no. doing anything great. This I think, I, I, think I saw Aubameyang the XG for goals. today's game, and I think it was like 1.6. Yeah, Maybe those, 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 especially the second, that was a real quality goals from Lacazette. And I think by the end, like the goals of Bamiyang scored were just like Fulham were just doing yeah. anything by the end. But I, yeah. I agree. I, I agree in terms of those goals. But Ozil, I don't know if I'd hang my hat on that nah, guy, man. Listen, I put my, I put my, I put my stock in Ozil. You're putting more stock in Ozil. So you got your stock in Cater and you got your stock in. Yeah, uh, no, he didn't put his stock in Cater. No, 
He did. Uh, Under duress. I no, I've removed the stock from no. Kaysa and put it back in Ozil. Okay, so you've removed your stock yes, again under duress. I put all my peas you, on Ozil. Oh, your peas on Ozil. Forex exchange with this. Wow. Man. All right. All right. We'll see how that goes. He hasn't. Has he had a good game this season? Not yet. And this is probably. <laughs> has he had a good game since January? This is probably. Hey, the, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, this yeah, is oh, probably. This is probably the best game you've played this season. And some Arsenal fans have mentioned. Urza wasn't in the team. I don't think it's down to uh, transcreation or anything like that. The way, the way, the stout. Yeah, maybe uh, not transcreation, but just holistically, the best performance you've had this season without Urza in the side. Yeah, but Mikatarin didn't do much today. Like if Urza was there, I'm sure he'd do, he'd, he'd do more than Mikatarin. Has he so far this season? No, probably hasn't. No. It's a bit tight, man. Well, no, I mean, well, I don't blame. I don't blame. I don't blame. Today, he actually scored in two consecutive games. Yeah, he has, but so. he's. You know, papering over the cracks, as, as you said earlier. You know, people mm. looking at goals, and he's been poor because I think. He's some, poor to I his think. Standards. I think. I think. Just in general, to be honest, not even I to his standards. To his standards. I, I think one you thing. Hold him to such high standards. If it's such a regular. Player, I don't hold him to. I don't hold him to any high standards. I, I, I think, <laughs> you must do. I don't. You know, you know I, don't, I don't hold him to any high standards. I think the thing with Urza that we've always been able to say is that while necessarily he might not have been that kind of explosive headline grabber that they like in this country yeah, he's always true. been a guy who consistently in terms of his influence and execution over a game has always been there so the touch is always right the movement's always right if he's passing he's making the right decisions like you could, when, when he's on the when he's on the pitch arsenal they hum yeah. they, they may they may not like speed off but, but they, they hum nicely this season mm, this nah is, this is where i feel like amory has not really he's not really managed to get the ball to Urza consistently and we are not good at pinning teams down and pinning teams back at all. One thing that, where even when we had defensively, um, we are defensively really bad on the winger or we conceded two goals in the first 20 minutes and then chasing the game or, um, for, for, the rest of the, for the rest of 80 minutes mm. or whatnot. One thing we always have was be able to pin teams down and keep mm. the ball in the set in, in their half mm -hmm. we can't do this very much like sustained moment. periods of pressure like today mm -hmm. if you watch the game we've scored five goals but yeah. the ball was in our half the whole time mm. and they had quite a few passes in our half and mm. they agreed, agreed. they were just they didn't have that much quality mm. in the end in the final third trailer was good but they didn't have that much quality quality in the final third mm. so i feel like one thing which is down to Uzo's, um, or why Uzo's form is struggling as well is because we don't have the ball in the final third. Mm. We can't get the ball to him consistently what, enough. What, 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 why and is We are basically that? just a traditional team. We're not a team that pins back teams. Mm. We are letting teams come to us and then hitting them on the counter. That's, that's Emery's style. Mm. And that's where I feel like he's not maximising the resources at the club. Right. And one of the resources is Uzo on 350k a week. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is Lacazette as well. Lacazette is very good in the final third. Um, keeping the ball, um, continuing play. Then we have Mkhitaryan in there as well. So these are players, okay, Mkhitaryan's good transitionally as well, but I feel like these are players where if we pin down teams, they create chances and we can still win games. Mm. I feel like at this moment in time, he probably is doing this because teams really do underestimate us, I think. We yeah. are, we're shit, but we're not that shit. Yeah. So teams thinking, oh yeah, we can press Arsenal. Yeah. Now we play for the press and score goals, but we, I don't think we been, we've been great. And I feel, I feel like especially performance-wise, um, the results... The results are definitely paving over the cracks, like as you said. But today was really good. Yeah. Um, I must say today was different to the games before. <clears throat> and I feel that was down to him changing the system a little bit. So yeah. Awobi was good. Awobi's been great. I I've been calling for Awobi to start for a couple of weeks now because I felt like... <clears throat> he's whenever essential, he, he's, he's someone... For what, for what you, for what you so were talking about, essential. for mm. what you were talking about, um, I know you said it didn't quite happen today, but... I feel like with Awobi, we're much able to, uh, much more able sustain to sustain position. pressure That's the thing. That's because he's position. he's very much capable of of keeping the ball in the final third, third. Under and, pressure, and keeping it moving. Under pressure, yes, turning under pressure, 
you have players that Xhaka can't turn under no, no pressure. No. Like so, we need mm. players that can play under pressure, yeah. have good technical skill, and I feel like the way we're playing the, at the moment is like it's a it's higgy haga. It's like mm-hmm. a bit of this, a bit of that, mm-hmm. and ultimately we just have so much. We have great quality in Abamian and Lacazette. Yes, they can score half chances. Yes, which they have done. Yes, this is not down to us systematically creating chances. No. It's down to them. We're still great. struggling, like, even and though we scored is, five goals. We scored the second most goals in the league this yeah. season. Yeah, and we we're not creating chances. Yeah, we're not. We're not. And we're just relying no on real quality plan. in the final. I know third. there's the cut back to Bellerin and Monreal, but that's the, on the wing we did that. Like, yeah, Emery's not inventing anything new. Here. No. So let's no. be let's be honest. Um, one thing I I would say though, I remember when I listened to the pot last year. Yeah. A lot of people were saying like, is that it's the worst of that try? Mm. Lukaku, Morata. Mm. Mm. Who else was there? Um, just those three, I think. Just those three. He yeah. was the worst, and the I feel. Signings, I feel yeah. like after a year, you can definitely say he's not the worst. No. One hundred percent. Yes. And quite argue, I would say he's the best. Mm. He's he's the best out of them. What are you thinking, Moreau? Yeah, I was thinking it today. To be fair, yeah. to you. like you, you guys know where I stand in terms of Lukaku. Murata's awful. He's yeah. absolutely dog. Yeah. So I mean, I, I probably yeah, probably wouldn't want any of them free if you were top side. Mm-hmm. But if you had to take yeah, one, you'd probably awesome. take Lacazette. Yeah. Because he's the most, he's the best finisher out of the three. Yeah. Right? He's, I mean, his goals today were just in, fantastic. All his goals this season have been pretty good finishes. He hasn't had an easy chance. Yeah, he hasn't had an easy chance. Like people think that his chance today was an easy, but the first touch to first to trap spin, it yeah, dead yeah, yeah, yeah. on the spin, yeah, spin and then he, to tuck it. Yeah. And then Aubameyang scored uh, pretty much a carbon copy. Um, yeah. Not a smooth so. technically, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're both they're both extremely good finishers. I suppose because the ball was bouncing. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> do, 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 so, do you think that um, we're going to stick with this? I guess you can call it four four two, right? I think we should. I, I think, think should. if Urza was fit, you would have not played four four two right. today. Okay, that was my Maybe opinion. It, it was it was good, but I don't think that. I feel this like is you what it's going to because we were playing four four two, and Megatarian was essential quite a lot. So he wasn't on the far right. Or far left or whatnot. He was he was going he was coming in centrally quite a lot, mm-hmm. receiving the ball between the lines. So I feel like Uzu can play that role quite easily. Yeah. What I guess I would be very tempted to drop Ozil completely. I, I really think, would. I don't think you. I don't think you can. I I think we can because I don't really see what Ozil is offering us at the moment. So if we're talking about if we're talking about what Emery is doing to this team, mm. yeah, because that's all we can do. He's our coach, right? Yeah. We can't really talk about what we should be doing or anything like mm. that. I mean, it's it's not relevant right now because Emery's doing what he's, he's doing. He's getting great results. You, you, can't, you can't argue He's that. getting great results with shaky performances minus today. I, he's, he's, what he's done every single time, we've gone in, I think, a half-time draw in the game and we've won. So yeah. obviously he's doing something right. So what you're yeah, saying is back Arsenal top. half-time draw that, him yeah, full time win he's getting, he's getting a powerpoint out and telling them <laughs> what to point yeah I think the, re- the results have earned him some patience while the performances have not so far but let's give him time let's give him time let's see yeah, he still has he's still, he's still have, he's still got some poor tools that he's having to work with mm. so Jacka, let's give him time let's, let's try and bring in even, even today Jacka was bad I thought Bellerin was poor as well some blind uh, passes yeah, and stuff let, let's, let's see him Couple of transfer windows. Right, I thought he was absolutely trash, trash. Mm. Uh, let's see if he's able, able to bring in some more players. He's technically regressing, isn't he? Yes, he Bellerin. Is. Was he good to begin with? He was. He was never I, I don't good. think he was good, I, I, I but you just don't think he was as bad as he looks. Yeah, he looks now. yeah, like, he was awful he today. It feels like it anyway. Yeah, something's not right with that kid, man. No, the too many art galleries and. Uh, <laughs> 
hair appointments. You pay the price to live the life, man. What about um? Like obviously, my boy well, Aubameyang. Oh no, you um. No, let's go back to the point you said. You think you should drop it was completely what? Yeah, I just don't think he's he's not. So how would you play there? How would you line up? You could put Ramsey out there. Oh, mate. Could put Mkhitaryan in there. Okay. I, on, honestly, I just do not see yeah. what. Uh, and if you're gonna play with this, I know the pressing's not great. Okay, yeah. the pressing is not great. But if we just focus on what Emery wants to do, yeah. Ozil's not going to give you the intensity from those wipes. Does, does, yeah. wa- does he even want to play for us? Does he Does he care? I don't think he does, mate. I, I, I just can't see him putting he's one, in that he's, shit. He's one and I love him. I love him as a player. Yeah. I think he's I think he's an amazing he's, player. I look at it like... But he's a luxury that we don't... You have to look at our squads. What are the biggest assets in our squads? How can we maximise their ability, their potential, their performance? The biggest assets in our squad are like I said, Obama and Uzo. Mm-hmm. We have to get all three of these on the pitch. Um, I think Ramsey's very close to that, but obviously there's been a decision made at the club that yes. they don't want to extend his contract. So they have to already think about moving on, getting yes. to the system without mm-hmm. him being included into mm-hmm. that. So Ramsey, I don't think it's not really an option like that because they obviously think in long term he's not going to be part of the club. Mm. Um, and then Mkhitaryan, I don't know. I feel, I think wishy like, player. I feel like this is someone we actually should sell. Really? And yeah, reinvest the funds for him in the summer or something You're like that. You're not going to get much from them, are you? You're not going to get much for him. No one's going to buy Ozil off you. No, no one's going to no buy Bamiyang off you. No one's going to buy Lacazette. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, Mkhitaryan and Jacka, we need to shift and then get a winger, get, get a CM 20, and two centre-backs. <laughs> 20, 20 million for the two of them, probably. Who? Xhaka uh, and Mkhitaryan. No, I think we can, I think we can, I think we can fleece AC Milan for 20 mil for Xhaka. Well, like <laughs> yeah, uh, Inter Milan for Mkhitaryan and AC Milan for Xhaka. Either way, <laughs> 20 million each. Them, <laughs> they love putting their money in dodgy places, yeah, so they yeah. might as well. But um, do you think that that Emery will persist with the 4 for 2 Because Mourinho says, obviously, if, if, if Ozil comes back... I'd be I know interesting he, to see. What, what was his excuse today? Back, back pain, was it? Back spasms. Back spasms, right. Okay. Listen, that's a new I'm one. Like, he's getting inventive. I have a good authority. That's how back spasms tend to work, so I, I won't knock him for it. What? The terms of the pain, like it can be there one day and then gone the next day. Really? That's, yeah. Okay. So I know right. you don't like him, but I think this one you got to give him a, a break from. Yeah. yeah. I think we should persist with the four for two. Yes. And whether you will do, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Yes. Obviously, Uzo wasn't there today, so we don't know if he would have actually played that system. So. No, that's true. I, I, but I think on today's performance, you look you look at it and you think it has to be like that. it has to it has to do it like you, and and it has to be Aubameyang and Lacazette up front yeah. together yeah. Yeah. because they both notched two today and both notched two really really good goals. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, if we're going to win, if we're going to get any serious amount of points this season, we need those two to be yeah, scoring at least 20 goals. Them. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. You've played the, the poorer batch of sides, I'd say, yeah. bar Everton. So your fixture list is about to get... Oh, it's been very kind for yeah, us. Yeah, about to get much but more... But I mean, we started hard and then picked up all the points. People now, would argue we, we wouldn't do this under Wenger. So. I, don't, I, I don't, probably don't think you, you would have, but again... It's the process. Not why you've been, last year, I feel. Mm. It's a process why you've been picking up this result. So now you go on to play the harder teams. Let's see, let's see how it goes. Let's see if that means then uh, Emre rises to the challenge or let's see if that exposes uh, Arsenal. It'll be interesting. My hope really is with this Emery Reynolds that he just brings us closer to the European model or how a normal football club is run. Yeah. Because we've been so far behind mm-hmm. preparation, uh, transfer, um, transfer recruitment, everything. We've just been so far behind. I feel like Finally, um, things are into place that make us a more modern club, more mm-hmm. modern team, a modern approach. I hope he brings us close to that in his preparation, in his meticulousness, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then once he's done, a year, year and a half, maybe two years, 
we get someone in there really can make Push us look great again. Because I don't think I don't think Emmy's gonna make us great, but I feel like he can do a great job. Right. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. So, so what would be a great job for Emery? Europa League this year. Right. Um, Win, so, what, winning Europa League this year. Yeah, Europa yeah. League. That would be that would be great. Yeah. Um, either Europa League or the top four. I think mm-hmm. that's got to be one. That's that's the target. We have to, we have to get back in the Champions League. Yeah. Okay. And, and and if he did, would you be prepared to give him more yeah, of time? Course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So then he'll have another year. But I still think after that, we need to have some. We need to look at someone that's just like that guy. I feel, I've, I feel like personally, I feel like Nagelsmann, but he's obviously gone Leipzig next year. Yeah. I feel like we de- just need someone that really is the next big thing. And I don't think Emery is that kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? In order to compete with the likes of United, Liverpool, City, um, Spurs, they always they have these modern managers. They have these guys that that are probably are the best in the world. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think I don't know if Emery really is on that high level of like a club or Guardiola. Really, I don't think he is. So yeah. we need someone that that potentially could be there. Um, F- fair enough. Um... The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Let's let's move on to yesterday's uh, mesmeric comeback. Uh, it was so. I, I, I could, I've I've seen this happen so many times before, but there was there was never a time that was more confident that it wouldn't happen, and it happened. No, I, I thought it would happen. I I just I thought I thought the players were throwing the game. Yeah, he's hooked by mm. off, and and his teammates have stitched him up. Yeah, it's like, it's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like the naughty, the naughty kid. Yeah, where he's like, oh, guys, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah, so he's gone out and do, done his part, and everyone's kind of left him to uh, <laughs> left yeah. him to his where, own where, devices. Where, where, where do I start first? Let's see. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> cool. So obviously, as you know, you know, you guys know how I feel when it comes to Jose Mourinho. Mm. Uh, still feel the same way. Still feel like his time is limited, and it's only a matter of time. But yesterday. Was it was it was something, and I mean, I guess something for him to look back on when he's eventually out of the job. The first half was atrocious, mm. atrocious. <laughs> One of the worst performances I've seen from this team in with this whole like poor period. So for mm. Moise to Jose Mourinho, one of the worst halves of football I've ever seen from this team. Like the players were benefit of confidence. Like you mentioned, Bayi was definitely on the wind up. <laughs> Ashley Young, Ashley Young, who's trying his best, was even was, finished, was even worse. Matic has passed it. Rashford was shit. Rashford was shit. Trashford, yeah. Trashford. He very much earned that nickname. Earned that nickname yesterday. Uh, I was with you. I was like two 0 down. 
we won't score two goals. Yeah. So we've lost this game. Yeah, I think you even said that in the group. You said, we're yeah, I said we're not going to score two goals. So we've lost this lost this game. Like the the first goal was like a Newcastle throw in, mm. one pass has yeah. gone through the midfield, yeah. and you've got Kennedy one on one with Ashley Young. Yeah. Gives him a one, one two. Way, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one one two step, and he slots it past the gear. Second goal, they even had a man over. Mm. So if the guy decided to spin mm. and pass it, mm. there was a player unmarked who would have just been able to slot mm. it in. So. After the first half, I mean, Rashford had a great chance, which he missed. Very poor for me. Matic missed the... Uh, That was in the second half. Uh, Yeah, yeah, in the first Mm. half, Rashford had a great chance, which he missed. So, cool. Uh, He takes off Bailly. Fair enough. Uh, No, not fair enough. Because he put McTominay at centre-back. Again. But, I mean, if you you think a player's throwing the game... Listen... A, a, a Bayou throw in the game yeah. in defence is better than Scott McTominay in defence. <laughs> but they, did, they, did, they didn't concede the, when, he, when he played centre-back. They, no? they still had chances, man. They still yeah. had good chances. Yeah, they, they did, actually. Which yeah. they didn't, which I mean, they, that, that save from De Gea was... Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he had a good save. Uh, I think it was in the second half again. Lascelles had a good chance from a from a uh, cross, which um, he, he went over from. Mm, yeah, they were. And Shelby had the freedom of Old Trafford to pick up passes. So, yeah, McTominay again looked lost in defence, clearly not confident. Uh, what I'm going to stop doing is criticising him because he doesn't pick himself. What I hate or dislike about Jose Mourinho is I think sometimes he within himself knows McTominay is not good enough, but he wants to prove a point. Mm. Same way he does yeah, with he playing does. someone like Ashley Young. Like Ashley Young he works hard, him. but you can't even tell me as much as I detest uh, Valencia, he's worse than Valencia mm-hmm. and I've seen Dalot and unless Dalot's struggling with injury, he's much worse than Dalot. So why is Ashley Young still starting for this team? It's like a guy that he w- will only pick people who he feels are on his side. But speaking like, I'm a manager where I work, so there's some people in your team that you Jeez. don't you don't get... <laughs> I do what I do. <laughs> there's some people in your team you don't get along with, but if they do the job properly and they want essentially the same things you want, you will just put that to the side and use that them as a resource. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's like the same thing you did at Chelsea where Ivanovic was absolutely trash. Like yeah. every single game, yeah, he was at, probably at fault for one of the goals mm-hmm. they conceded, but he that, would man. play every single game. And I think that's the same thing he's doing with Ashley Young. Cool. Matic cannot play. <laughs> Matic cannot play. He is awful. Nemanja Matic is awful. So, cool. That was the first half. So, second half, he changes it up a bit. Uh, he brings on matter in the first half, um, moves Pogba to a deeper role where he's basically kind of picking up the ball from the back and he's the one initiating our attacks. Yeah, Pogba but had to get the ball from from, from the centre-backs, receive it in the final third, yeah. then create the chance yeah, <laughs> and was, take the shot. It was yeah. crazy. So, was I mean, like, there's this uh, Martial FC thing, which is funny enough, but really it should be Pogba FC, mm. to be honest with you. Because that's it probably is, just yeah. a good, that second half was probably a good microcosm of how Pogba has to play for us, but it was probably a game where all the stuff he did came, came off. While yeah. in a normal game, half of it doesn't. It's like, oh, this Pogba guy is so shit, yeah. man. Yeah. But it's literally, without Pogba, there's nothing coming from anywhere else. Matter's really good. Matter if he... Yeah, yeah. Matter if... Matter was good, man. Yeah. yeah Matter if he had legs, I'd say put him, put him in midfield because he's a player who knows how to receive the ball, how to keep it moving, how to keep the play going, who to distribute the ball to. But obviously, defensively, when they're coming back at you, he's not going to be able to do any work and with Matic behind him whose legs are gone yeah. you can't have those two together in midfield mm-hmm. but Pogba yesterday's second half performance is probably one of the best that he's, he was everywhere yeah. he was everywhere he was winning the ball he was initiating attacks yeah, yeah he he was he was brilliant what, one on. thing I'd like to add is I didn't see the first I think 35 minutes or something so I come in and United are 2-0 down I'm like mm-hmm. oh this is glorious mm. and then 
I was I was watching the game. I thought Newcastle look like they're not going to do much. And then mm. I think there were one one or two chances you and I created. And I was thinking they could easily score. And then second half started and they they started really well. United. Yeah. So I was like they're going to win this. Mm. And I, Did I you actually think so? looked, Yeah. I actually looked at the odds and I was like fourteen to one or something. Did you put money 14 on? Fourteen to one. 14 did you put money one. on? No, I did. My mate he did ten pounds and he won. Yeah. The thing the thing is as well is is that that urgency we play with when we're behind. That's the urgency you need to play with when it's nil-nil. Yeah, the yeah. tempo in terms of moving the ball around, people making movements that get us into dangerous positions and disorganise the opposition. When it's nil-nil, there's absolutely no urgency. Mm. It's just sideways passes, really slow. Yeah. The opposition's really comfortable. Uh, Lukaku, he's shit. Uh, he's he's no probably shit, better playing right wing. He seems it's scared very to weird. No, He's not scared, he shits. He's shit. But he's, he's not scared, Lewis. But he won't even get in a box. Lewis, he's, he's not scared. He's shit. setting up his teammates. Yeah. They were passes. He's, and he he's, didn't mean them. He's, he's, he's shit. Like, I think he should play on the right wing because from there, he's actually pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, he puts he in puts a good in, delivery. He puts he? in good crosses. Yeah. And then knew. he kind of physically bullies whoever the fullback is. <laughs> just PMPs them. <laughs> and he'd probably score about the same amount of goals that he's scoring <laughs> up front anyway. Yeah. And then stick Alexis up front. Uh, Marshall, I thought he was poor. I goal, thought he was poor. That goal was the probably the one minute of the one moment, sorry, of quality that he showed throughout the whole whole match. Uh, one thing about like his him, his product wasn't good for a majority of the game. But once he once he scored that goal, his confidence, his went, confidence, was his there confidence again. went up and from, from, from the goal going credit, forward. He, he kept trying. He kept trying. Kept trying. So this is what yeah, I want to ask my, you. My, my, my thing about him is... It seems like he wanted to do something in that game. Not, not even that, yes. And I think my thing about him is he, he's a bit too predictable. Uh, yes. So one thing I remember from Rene Mullenstein when he was talking about Ronaldo's transition from being like a exciting young prospect to those three seasons he had with us when he went man was how he taught him a lot about being unpredictable. So sometimes when you get it, cut inside. Sometimes you hug the touchline so the fullback who's marking you doesn't really know what to do. Martial's fullback knew every single time he was going to try and cut it in and cross. So he just stood there. So he'd never get any good angles on his cross. Like, so, and I know Martial can go around the outside because I've seen him go around the outside. So you need to be able to do both. If the guy's not giving you the initial option that you want, take the second option. You can't just settle. You can't just constantly settle on trying to cut in and cross the ball in or cut in and beat a player. Like, you're never going to be... Yeah, yeah, you're not ever going to be a top player if that's all you... Well, if you are, you're Robin, yeah. But you're never really going to be a top player if that's all you're trying to do. So as much as United fans were like, Marshall, great, great, great. I was like, meh. But I'll take this within the fact that none of them really want to play for him anyway. And it's funny enough that uh, Pogba is a player that Jose has the biggest beef with. He, he dragged him every week. He dragged the team so to that So this is what I was going to ask you. So it would be a perfect opportunity for Man United players just to throw in the towel at halftime and it would be perfectly conceivable to, to you know, predict that Jose would have been gone if you had lost. It's yeah. quite ironic. Yeah. I think a lot of the top Reds say, oh, these players, don't, they don't fight for the club, they don't fight for the badge. But I mean, they, they, the they weren't they were so not they fighting for the manager, so they, they were either fighting for personal pride yesterday or, exactly. you know, so for, for, for the shirt. They were not playing for Mourinho, I can yeah, tell nah, you that they much. Were, they, they, were, they, were, they were fighting. They were fighting. Just their pri- I think their pride is professional. Yeah, we all know Newcastle are dross. Like, Newcastle cannot be coming to your home and coming there and beating you. You know what I mean? So... Good on the lads for turning it around. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I ain't happy because that means Jose's going to stay a bit longer. But I think the reason he probably is still here anyway is because the board don't know who they want to put in. They don't have in... like We know they're not very good, but the succession plan isn't set out in yeah, the head. So it's like, we're going to get rid of him, then what? So let's yeah. know what we're going to do mm. and then we can get to the business of getting... Because our, like, anyway. our, ne- yeah, our, our run of games is like, 
Chelsea, yeah, Everton, Bournemouth away, City, Juventus. Juventus. Well, like yeah. it's an absolutely crazy run of games yeah. where you're probably not going to win one game. Yeah. And at the end of that or halfway then through that, really yeah, yeah, then then he's then he's going to be gone. So yeah, good, good on good on them. And then obviously nice for Alexis to grab the winner. Yeah, he shouldn't be anywhere out of the central areas really. Like apart from the goal again, his execution was atrocious. Even it's after the goal, he's wearing chip boys, cutting and chip like just <laughs> passes like he's, he's either under hitting it, over hitting it, missing it like. His execution from a technical basis is abysmal. so abysmal. Poor, he has to play consistently. He has to play yeah, honestly, is, I want you taking one, two, like three he's touches. Enough, he's gonna end up dropping deep, running the ball feet. But then you take you take that out of the equation. So if you if you're playing people like Marshall, if you're getting Pogba in advanced areas, then those areas are already occupied. So you so you push him. You 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 do your yeah. best to. Do you know so what I'm saying? You don't yeah, give him that creative yeah. burden and. Maybe you can limit it a little bit. Yeah, he'll still do it. He'll but if you can it. limit it, then that's 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 good enough. But I mean, I, I knew it as soon as United got the first goal. I saw the way you guys were playing, and I, and if I was a United fan, they I'd be I'd be quite, quite encouraged by the way you guys played in that second half. Misses. There was some good chances. Mate, the you could have scored missed. about six or seven. Newcastle, in that Newcastle, that, match that was more Jesus. about Newcastle's lack of quality. Like the issues that we have are still the same issues we persist with. Mm. Like Bay is a player who's comfortable on the ball and can bring the ball out of the back. And now after that shocker, I wouldn't he be surprised play, really. if he doesn't play again. Because he could have only played that under Mourinho. We ain't going to get rid of a, a player like Bay. I think the club won't get rid of him. But under Mourinho, I think, yeah, he's not going to play again. He's mm. definitely not going to play. I'd be very, very surprised because he's benched him for less. Yes, He's mm. benched him for less than that. So <clears throat> we'll see. We'll, yeah. s- we'll see how it goes. But <clears throat> in terms of us, same issues. Fred, we brought in. He can't even, he can't even get on the pitch. Matic again is he like one of these Mourinho soldiers, but what he actually does on the pitch does not justify him playing. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. He doesn't offer any protection defensively. Poor on the ball, constantly either losing it uh, by getting really... tackled or sloppy passes of the ball. Game in, game out. That he was can't a big play. Scheme for me yesterday was when I, watch, I was watching the game. Ball at Matic's feet, Pogba in the final third, asking to receive and then turn. He's playing it wide. Mm. Side like sideways passes. Mm. Play it in his feet. Mm. It's not even a difficult pass. There's not. A, it's not like a mad pass over thirty yards. If you have to break lines for mm-hmm. it. It's a five yard pass. Play in progress. let him turn. Let him progress the play. What is he doing? He's playing it to the centre backs. He's mm. playing it to the full backs. Doesn't take any any risk. Doesn't. It's not brave on the ball. I feel like United need players who are brave on the ball and want to progress the ball. And I think in midfield, it's only Pogba doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. I've not seen too much. They of got Fred's. similar issues to Arsenal in that regard. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. they yeah, they probably do. Yeah. They have more quality in the field, I would say. You're better than us, though. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I would say, because you are very low, but I feel like as a squad, we are not better than you, I think. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't back... I know they did. I know United won yesterday, but I wouldn't back United to win any game under Jose Mourinho at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I think it's, that's what it is. It's, you know, I, I know... there I, is quality there. United, yeah, but. I would be encouraged by the second half performance, but... Who's the next game against? Uh, is it Chelsea? I think. Right. I mean. Oh, I think. Uh, I think. I think. Don't it is Chelsea. Yeah, it's Chelsea. It's Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's a loss. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, run man. Right, man. I mean, uh, do, you, do you want to talk a little bit about Chelsea? Because I mean, Chelsea were very, very impressive. They were. Today. They were pretty. They were pretty solid today, man. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, together, eh? yeah. Sutton are poor, a poorer side. Yeah. But Chelsea looked good, man. Barkley was impressive today. Yeah, uh, he got an assist he and he got a goal. Hazard, of course, it's is Hazard. Man, it's just but, like it's ten just goals this season. Level, man. Uh, ten, level. no, seven goals, three assists. So I think ten. he's got more than that. 
Nah, seven goals, three assists. What, in the league? Ridiculous, man. Full stop. He hasn't scored in the Europa League. Because he hasn't the, played... A, he the Murata goal. To feel like Murata that was a good goal. in the Carling Cup, remember? So, maybe eight goals, three assists? Mm. I, I'm not sure. Let me, I'll get that, it out Was now. it the third goal? That Murata finish was actually pretty decent. It was decent, but he had an easier chance before that that yeah, he didn't yeah, score, man. Weird, He's he absolutely didn't. pants, man. I know, I'm, I'm not defending that. No, I'm just saying, I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Eight goals and three assists in ten games. Yeah, so he's on his job, man. Like... They're looking good. They're looking yeah. good. Like, Sari knows what he wants from them. The players every game are getting more and more comfortable with the system. Like, again, the biggest issue is just going to be the fact that they just don't have enough in attack. But yeah. definitely top three finish for them this season for me. I, mm. feel, I, I agree with that. One thing I would also like to point out is that I feel like he's basically replicating what he did at <laughs> Napoli. Mm. And there's, there's a lot of responsibility on Jorginho to progress play and mm-hmm. take risks on the ball. So obviously, he's, he's a quality player. But I feel like if he does not touch and pitch, I think, um, yeah, they, they might struggle a little bit. The way they want to play, sorry, ball. Fabregas has been decent. Fabregas has been decent, but I just feel like Jorginho really is, honestly, I've been, I think he's been top, top, top. Mm. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's the brain in that midfield. So. All right, cool. But let's, uh, let's <coughs> run like, through some like listeners' questions then. Been really good. Who's that, sorry? The whole midfield has actually been quite good. Just <laughs> room off the streets, not touching the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, and I know uh, Hudson Odoi obviously in the oh, Europa yeah. League in midweek again, yeah. which I know that's uh, Meads and Dan had Chelsea hour for. I should just go Dortmund, do what Jaden Sanchez did, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the other well, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I did have a question about the England squad. Um, can't find it, but essentially, what's your thoughts on Jaden Sancho making the England squad? Good, deserved. It will it will convince more young young talents to go abroad and get more playing time because they'll then get players into the uh, national team. I think in the past that players probably didn't go abroad because they were scared that you went abroad and then that kind of killed your international career. But you're playing at the highest level in Germany, you're playing in the Champions League as well. Why not? It really depends on your talent as well. Of course. So there's some players that might do it and it won't work. But if you if you're selling as Sancho, then it could really work. I think he's now some scored goal over the weekend. He did, well, he's so. got two now for Hoffenheim. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm really hopeful that he's... He's, mm. he's going to be the real deal. Um, yeah, I feel like they should back themselves to go over and, and Bundesliga and um, get some experience. And there's, sort of level experience. there's a few interesting um, players in this New England in this England squad. So obviously, like players James like Madison, uh, I really like him. James Madison. Um, obviously, uh, Joe Gomez has already had mm. appearances in there, um, and uh, J- Jaden Sancho as well. Is I, I, I'm quite, I'm quite looking, liking the look of uh, Mason Mount as well. Sorry, Mason, Mason Mount's Mount, included yeah, in the yeah, squad. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the last time a, a championship player was included yeah, in the uh, in the England squad. It's uh, who are you playing? Croatia and Croatia and I don't know. Oh, Spain. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's tough games. Yeah, it's not. It's tough games. But um, are you encouraged that like Southgate is picking these? Yeah. These play. I, because he I'm could easily leave Jadon Sancho. I think he's he's making some good choices and um, getting some of these players. And is Foden in the squad? No, no. it's not in the squad. No. I've, okay, I know it's a bit premature, but I think essentially you need someone like him. Mm. The, but the I think he's probably is, is it gone. maybe not a message to say, look, you need to go out and play games. Maybe, yeah, maybe you know, is, because yeah. he is picking, he's picked, he's picked Sancho, and it sets a it sets a good uh, example yeah. for everyone else mm. to say. Well, he's also picked Chalabar, hasn't he? Is Chalabar yeah, not playing? Chalabar's, Chalabar's been injured, so he probably at the time of being picked, he's played like five, yeah, five minutes. Mm. But he's been a big fan of Chalabar since since he was young, and maybe he's thinking he can come in and do that. 
Anchor or much better than a nine assists in, in much, the Bundesliga. Much better than Jordan uh, Henderson has been doing. Which then, to me, I'm not mad at because then he's looking at a player's skill set and saying, "This is what we need." This is in what I think Foden. This is what, yeah. Which for me, obviously, they need to play so their legs are kind of sharp and they're they're sharp mm-hmm. enough and like they they've got the fitness, but. If in terms of how you're thinking about things, you're thinking skill set, this is what we need, you've got it, you may not necessarily be playing at your team so much. That is a lot more like how coaches in other countries do it. Like Italy historically have done it that way. Some French coaches have done it that way. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. So so we'll see how these guys do. And even if they don't do well, like keep them in there, man. Mm. Keep them in there because these guys are the, are the future, essentially. Mm, yeah. they put, they've got Mason Mount in there as well, haven't yeah. they? And he's playing for... Uh, Derby in the mm. in the championship, like the guys we've got in midfield at the moment, they don't look too bright. Nice. They don't look too clever, man. So, so. The, the, the earlier we can get these new, Young younger, guys. fresh, talented guys in and get them comfortable at that level, the better, in my opinion. Is Gareth Southgate the right man to do so? Mm, I mean, he, 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 I'm happy that he's he's got the philosophy, uh, but I don't really rate him, not particularly. I think, I think he's got the right ideas. He's making some good decisions squad wise, but I feel like the World Cup kind of showed me that. Um, yeah, his subs were not good. I think some of his tactics were not good as well. Mm. I feel like England really survived on the set pieces, being yeah. very, very strong <laughs> yeah. on set pieces. So, uh, well, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. I think I've said this like 10 times. but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm. Uh, Lam underscore Ness asks, uh, if it all ended tomorrow, who would have left a bigger mark on football, taking into account careers as both footballers and managers, Pep or Zidane? Pep. Really? Oh, this is hard. Yeah, I think players. That's a good question. I've, well. I've, I've, I, ooh, actually, let me. Have I said I, players as okay, well. Yeah, 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 the, is, okay. Is the gap so, as big in terms of like? So the difference between players and managers is the is the gap. So Pep as a manager is the gap bigger than Zidane as a as a player? If you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think Zidane has left a. Um, Nah, no, I, I do think he's inspired a whole generation of friends of um, French I'm, players. I'm not talking about as a player. Play as a player goes without saying. Yeah. I'm talking about. I'm thinking about as a coach. Hold on, what was uh, the question again? Just managers, or is it? No, no, no it's both. 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 So who has left so a I bigger can... mark in 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 no, a? This is hard. This is hard for me because I feel like Zidane think... really has inspired a lot of the, a lot of the like I think Hazard, Uzo, all these players. Mm. They you have Zidane as their idol. Mm. Um, obviously, I feel like. Obviously, performances weren't as scrutinised back then as they are now. No. So st- he'd be very much under the lights. I'm he'd be under the lights. <laughs> People call him a board, board fraud and whatnot. <laughs> but but, uh, but um, you can't argue with his achievements. Achievements as Sevilla as a player sensational. Sevilla as a manager sensational. Mm. So on paper, it's difficult to argue against. Him I don't. What's but what's his mark as a coach though? That's that. I feel like I don't think there's a real mark, but he's achieved. But the question feet. is about the mark, though. The qu- this question well, specific- I think it's an interesting question because yeah. the gap between them as players is, is huge. It's, it's significant. Yeah. But the gap between them as managers, is that as huge a gap as it was it between the pl- as, of, as they were as players? League, I, I, I think it is, man. I yeah? Think, I, I, yeah, I think it is. I think it is, personally. On achieve- I, I, he, said, I think- he said achievements, right? No, it no, said it just said, just who mark. has left a bigger mark on football? I think if you combine, I've, I've, I think Pep has. I think Pep I'm has. Pep, Pep I think Pep has. Like I think, football. in terms of what he did for Barcelona as a player, like he had a, a blueprint where these guys like Xavi, mm. Iniesta, Busquets. He's a player they came up off. 
the Guardiola mm. era, like in the 90s, that team under Cruyff yeah. was amazing. Probably one of the best club football sides ever. And he was that like, captain, I believe. Yeah. And then to talk about what he's done as a coach, yeah. define the whole era, basically. Yeah. Define the whole, and then again, yes, had the yes. best club football team probably of all time. Yeah. I think, I wouldn't be mad if you said Zidane, but yeah. I don't know what Mark Zidane has left as a coach. Mm. Ultimately, for me, it comes down to, it's just too tight for me. I can't, I find it difficult. Yeah, he's been successful, but what mark I, has I he left? Like if, you pick, if you pick one, you discredit discrediting the other. That's how it feels. Unprecedented Champions League achievements. That's the mark I mean, he's left. Three Champions Leagues in a row. No one like, had even won it twice in a row, had they? Nah. So the fact that he's done it three, that's not just a mark. That is. <laughs> that's a pretty extraordinary achievement. Well, when, 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 they, when they say mark, that's not, that wasn't my kind of... That wasn't my kind of under. That wasn't what I was taking from the question. When it was kind of like, almost like legacy. It's like, oh, there's a there was a great Real Madrid. There's a great Real Madrid Mm. team that won three Champions League titles. And then what? That they've talked. They've earmarked him for. They've earmarked him for like Juve CEO. Like, and then he probably doesn't coach again. Maybe takes the France job at some point. Mm. But I I wouldn't be mad if you picked either. To be fair, that's significant between. Guardiola as a manager mm. and Zidane as a manager mm. because the the gap as a players, in my opinion, was, was significant. It, right, yeah. I so, think the gap as coaches is significant. Mm. I feel like but Guardiola is, is definitely better, but is it more significant? That's what the question is. Like, like it, Pep as a coach, 10 out of 10. Zidane as a coach is what? Even if he's 8 out of 10, it's probably out of 10. Zidane. So then, if, what's Zidane as a player? 10 out of 10. What's Pep as a player? 8 out of 10. 7 out of 10. <laughs> So, so yeah, like I said, I wouldn't be mad if you. I wouldn't yeah. be mad. If you, that's a very good question. Yeah, that's one I wouldn't of the best be. Uh, yeah, had, I wouldn't actually. be. Mad, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if you picked either. But I'd we go have no with answer for you, mate. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go with Guardiola. You'd go with Guardiola. Yeah, yeah, I think with... I would just edge towards Guardiola as well. But yeah. maybe because I didn't. Maybe because I didn't appreciate Zidane as much as a footballer. Um, because no, I Zidane was one of he was one of my favorite favorite right, footballers. Yeah, we're and just it, showing your age now, mate. Yeah, yeah. Showing your age. Look a year older than me. Um, okay, uh, I did have one here. Which uh, here? LV Mutz one asked, which centre forward should Chelsea be looking at to take him to the next level? Hakadi. Hakadi. You're not sure you can pam it in the Premier. Yeah, I feel like he plays in, in the team that they don't create many chances. Mm. Yeah, I just think enough goals. I think in the premise, the, the the athletic side of your game is. I feel like it's he, pretty important. He's. He's not any more athletic than Lacazette, who's who's struggled as a as a result of that. Mm. I feel like he's definitely better than Lacazette aerially, mm. and he's definitely someone that gets his body about more than Lacazette. Lacazette's like a, a six aside player, really. Like yeah. Someone I don't want to get kicked in the back. Whereas Icardi, he's like he's a hard cut. He's a, he's a, he's a tip. <laughs> he's an old fashioned nine. Yeah, I think he yeah. Is, I think he's a real centre forward. Mm. Okay, Icardi's a good shot. I mean, there's not many. Anyone, anyone in the Premier League currently. Anatovic they could take for wow but Anatovic is like 29 now Mm. who did you say Anatovic oh are people going overboard in this Anatovic a little bit I think but I think he's got real quality yeah I feel because if it was like to be Inter and he was like one of the highest he was like the same they rated him the same level as Balotelli I think or something right so there's always been hype around him Yeah. yeah it's just been a problem (laughs) <laughs> like, like they signed, they signed him. Inter originally signed him to replace Latan. Yeah, so that was what he, that was how he was. That's rated how he's touted. Work. Yeah, but so it's never a, happened. And Nautovic, this season for for me, I could be completely wrong, and you know, yeah. it's just it's just a wild stab in the dark. But it feels like one of those seasons to me where he's he's had such a good start, 
that the rest of his season could go pretty much unnoticed yeah. and people will still think of this as a great season from Anatovic. He was decent last year as well. He yeah. was pretty was decent last year. overlapping both. Okay. Um, that main man for West Ham. Oh, who else? What really? <laughs> is Fabinho in the sunken place? It's, uh, okay, here, here's one. Big, uh, it's touching on the Zidane thing, actually. Ords first asked, uh, thoughts on the Real Madrid and Bayern Munich problems? So uh, it was. I think it's. Um, I just saw a report from Bill today saying that Kovac, yeah, could be gone, and they're looking at Zidane and Wenger, Wenger as replacement. I feel Wenger. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's got a rep in it. Let's <laughs> let's give him that. I would like. I, I really would like to see Wenger being given a chance at one of these Why? big clubs. Because I just feel like he deserves a, Why, a but bit you're of trying an easy to get... run. Yeah, <laughs> just. <laughs> but clearly, obviously, isn't easy if uh, Kovac has gone over there and he's struggling. Yeah, but he's a mantra, isn't he? I think he's, he's a what? A, he's a mantra. Um, I think <laughs> Kovac is um, the next player that. Um, Who, who's he managed before Kovac? Eintracht Frankfurt. So right. they won the the German German Cup last right. last season. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's one yeah. of these new coaches with modern ideas and whatnot. Has he has his style? Because I mean, I saw them against. Um, the, I think it was a game they drew nil nil. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was a one one draw, I think. And they didn't look impressive to me. I feel like there's a, a lot of problems at Bayern Munich, and um, to touch on um, last last week, I think um, um, the the Chelsea guy said um, that. Um, that he thinks um, if Hazard goes to Dortmund, they'd win the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. Mead said they that, They don't yeah. even need Hazard. Prob- they might even win it without him right. this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's down to Bayern Munich being really poor yeah. and not being progressive at all. So in the market, they've not been they've not been spending money. Mm-hmm. They refuse to spend money. Mm. It's like a pride thing. They're like, oh, we don't need to spend money. We're, We're not Bayern like Munich. those guys. Yeah, we don't have to do this. We yeah. can do it our way. And ultimately, they, they ended up being having Ribéry and Robin on the, on the flank still on decent money, both over 33. Yeah. Um, they still have um, um, Hummels at the back, who's his agent as well. Boateng still as agent as well. Okay, mm. they have Niklas Zula, but they only have one centre back there to um, to kind of replace mm. two. Um, David Alaba has been struggling with injury problems for the last two, three seasons probably. Mm. So it's been he's been struggling a lot. They sold Bernard. Um, they've not really adequately replaced him or have someone that can step in with Alaba's not there. So the squads. All by the midfield is fucking quality. They have mm. Rodriguez there. They have uh, Thiago. They have Renato Sanchez. Renato Sanchez. <laughs> but yeah, they have they have so much quality in midfield. Nabry, Nabry as well. To be fair, I thought Nabry might be. That was a stab in the dark from Bayern Munich. It was basically saying, okay, this guy is German. He's good. We're gonna try him, but we're not really gonna. He's German. He's, he's what was the word you used to describe him? Hmm? Did you say good? He's good. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. What, what did you don't you think hear? he's good? I don't know. Just interesting. I've heard. I've heard a bit about him. Mm. He's rated. Player. He's rated by some. Well, I liked him at he's Arsenal. Player, like, he's not. He's, he's someone not, we could. I mean, he's someone he we, we definitely we should now. Desperate. He would start for us one hundred every single lie. game right now. I don't think he's Bayern I mean, Munich. The bar's quality. low, though, isn't it? It I don't is. Think he's Bayern Munich quality. That's what it is. So mm. he's good. He's good enough to play for like a good team. We'll probably not start week in week out for Bayern, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Mm. So they basically just been cheap, and yeah. I think the press are really saying in Germany that. Uli Hoeneß has not been spending money. The guy is bashing Ozil. Yeah. <laughs> like you should face your, yeah. face your own team, mate. Yeah. Uh, they have not been spending money, been holding, withholding funds. They're not really bad coverage. They have got a sporting director in Hassan Salihamidzic, who is not competent at all. Is that the former player? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a former yeah. player, but he's not, he's not respected. He's not, he was never respected by a mini player. The players don't respect him there. I think it's a big mess, which is going to get sorted out soon because mm. Bayern Munich don't fuck around. Yeah. 
they'll psych coverage, they'll probably psych Salihamidzic, and then they'll go again in the summer. Mm. Yeah, they don't fuck about what, what about Real Madrid? No goals <laughs> in it. They, they, you replace a guy who gets you 50 goals a season and you try to replace mm. him with Benzema. Gave us a cheeky four games. He gave us a cheeky, cheeky four games. You know, we were talking to them like, oh, what? Dems? This might be it. Benzema might be back, mate. He ain't done shit since. I heard something like, he had a, had a shot in target like, for like three games. He had a shot in target for like, the oh, before this weekend. Uh, you can't rely on Bell because, of course, his it's body's injury, not built yeah. for the rigors of a season, so he's gotten injured. Isco's nice, but again, they need to replace Ronaldo's goals. And I think what it makes you appreciate is when you say stuff like, "Oh, yeah, anyone could score for them." All he does is score tap-ins. It's a there's bit, it's a bit more than that. Yeah. There's a bit. You're not playing against stick men. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit professional footballers. Yeah, there's a lot more to it than exactly. that. So, yeah, they're, they're screwed basically. Like, I'm pretty sure their, their build-up and stuff is probably pretty decent, mm. but who's going to put the ball in the back of the net for you? So they're probably looking at, I don't know who they're looking at, but they need to be looking at somebody. And they need to be looking at somebody quickly, yeah. man. Because Real Madrid is looking ugly. I'm, I'm surprised the way they approach this. This is not Real Madrid. Like, Ronaldo's gone, you're not spending any money on anyone big. Who, who did they get? The, uh, Nobotego is the manager. And who, who did they get? That guy from the um, Leon, from Leon. Had before, right? yeah, Mariano, oh, uh, Mariano. Mariano. Yeah. And they got Vinicius Junior now, but these are not proven. Mm. <laughs> these are not proven guys. Yeah. Not All right, yet. guys, let's let's wrap it up there. Uh, Dan, it was nice to have you, man. Um, nice where can people find you? Um, the German speaking, uh, our German <laughs> uh, German correspondent. We got La Liga correspondent. We got um, Bundesliga the correspondent. The Black Rafa Hunnikstein. <laughs> 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 um, on Twitter, I am IMDT underscore four five. Okay, cool. Um, Ryan, any plugs? I ask you just every week, you say no. Nothing heavy. No, nothing heavy. All right, then, guys. Make sure to use the hashtag, hashtag TouchdownFrackers, and leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't done so already, and we will be back next week. See you later, guys. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network.